Welcome to the Anchor Daily. My name is Scott, and we are reading through Daniel. I want to start by asking a convicting question. At least it's convicting for me. How do I respond when life suddenly changes? We've all experienced abrupt changes to our plans. Maybe it's a canceled flight that strands us in a faraway airport, the unexpected loss of a job, a relationship that goes on the rocks, an unsettled call from a doctor about some medical test results. How do we handle these things? Do we freak out? Do we get angry? Do we conclude that God has lost control of our little corner of the universe or turned his back on us? I know that at times I respond in these kinds of ways. Today, we're going to look at how Daniel responded when pretty much everything in his world changed overnight, and not for the better. Daniel was a young man when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon invaded and captured Jerusalem. This evil king took the people captive and marched them to his land, the land of Shinar. He also raided God's temple in Jerusalem and stole several articles of worship to give to his demonic god Marduk. Daniel, along with his three friends, were among the captives. Once in Shinar, these four young men, who were among the most talented, smart, and well-educated of all the captives, had their names changed from ones that reflected their heritage as sons of Israel to degrading names tied to the false religion of Babylon. For example, Daniel, which means God is my judge, had his name changed to Belshazzar, which means Bel's prince, Bel being one of the titles given to Marduk. They were also ordered to eat foods forbidden in the Law of Moses. And they were forced to start three years of schooling in the language and literature of Babylon. This curriculum may sound innocent enough, but it contained astrology and the occult. And at the end of the program, these young men were supposed to be certified as enchanters, magicians, and practitioners of the occult. So how did Daniel and his three friends respond? Well, first and foremost, Daniel, who wrote the book that bears his name, never lost sight of the sovereignty of God. Notice that in verse 2 of chapter 1, Daniel writes, The Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into Nebuchadnezzar's hand. Daniel knew that God was using King Nebuchadnezzar to discipline the people of Jerusalem for their sin because God had let this be known through his prophets. As a result of this reality, Daniel didn't get mad at God complain about his circumstances, or give in to despair. In the words of author Larry Osborne in his book Thriving in Babylon, Daniel knew that God is in control of who's in control, and he never gave in to the thought that somehow the mighty kingdom of Babylon was bigger or more powerful than the living God he knew and served. A second way they responded was to push back against the royal menu. God granted favor to Daniel, and the wise test of nutritional value he suggested to the chief eunuch was accepted, and Daniel was able to prove his point. Vegetables rule. A third way that Daniel and his friends reacted was to dive into the the Babylonian curriculum, evil as it was, and master it. They used their keen intellects and good study habits to learn the ways of the Babylonians and master their literature. At the end, the king found them to be ten times better than their Babylonian classmates. This allowed them to get important positions of influence in the king's court and serve with excellence. And later on, when the godless official of the king demanded that they commit acts of idolatry, they refused, 
and, and God was with them every step of the way, even into the fiery furnace in the lion's den. There are some great lessons here for us. If we want to be salt and light in our godless culture, we, like Daniel and his three friends, need to live in hope, exercise wisdom, and serve with humility in whatever capacity God places us. We need to live in hope in the sovereignty of God as he works out his perfect will, even through flawed human institutions. We need to have confidence that the Lord will give us wisdom as we face battles and proclaim his good news. Jesus taught his disciples, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. And we need to live in humility as we recognize that it's all about him and his glory, not about us, our perceived rights, or our preferences. We don't represent the Lord well when we go after those who don't share our worldview with hatred and slanderous speech. We need to remember that we're bondservants of the living God, and bondservants don't have rights. Our primary duty is to follow our master and live for the glory of his name, as Daniel did. Please join me in prayer. Lord, we thank you for our brother Daniel, who, though he lived 2,600 years ago, his life is a shining example to us today. May we learn from his example what it means to live for your honor and glory in an ungodly culture. We ask you to fill us with your Holy Spirit to empower us to live lives that please you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.